This podcast does contain spoilers, so if you're okay with that, listen on. If not, pause the podcast, go watch the movie we're about to talk about, and come on back. All right, sweet. Excuse me. Brian, uh, over here. Hey. Pardon me, pardon me. Why don't you have the popcorn? It's starting! Woo! <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Shut up. Shut up and listen to the podcast. Hey! There's a lot out there to see. This is what we watched. All right. <laughs> I honestly, I never. It's always so hard to start it. It's always so awkward. I just didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> no, I hear. You. I don't know. But okay. So, all right. Bum, 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 what we watched. Woo. I am Matthew. We do not have Brandon here. We have uh, Jeffrey. Jeff, just Jeff. <laughs> All right, fine, whatever. Um, Joff is here, um, and Mateo. Now, this is a kind of a special episode um, because let me tell you a story, Jeff. Brandon and I were recording, and it was honestly, it was perfect. We had such great chemistry. All the points were amazing that we made. Uh, we didn't have to like, I didn't have to cut anything because it was just so perfectly. There were no Flawless. error gaps or anything. Oh, it was the greatest recording we've ever had. And then I look and I go to stop the recorder and yep, didn't hit record. Yep, still in standby mode. So oh, that's the worst about these zooms, <laughs> so, yep. dude. Dude, I remember yep. that from the start that it's like it's well, so also, irritating. Rem- remind me, if it, is it the task cams or the zooms that you like have to hit the record button once in order to actually even start hearing anything? Exactly. So and well, then you have to hit it again. It's to actually definitely record. the zoom. I don't know. I don't okay. know. I don't think that's a process amongst all task cams, but the zoom um, task cam definitely has that it's you hear yeah. nothing plug everything power all that stuff then you had to have to hit it once to go in standby yep. mode then you can start hearing levels yep. you can start doing everything leading part and then, then we just start talking and then it's like oh i forgot to hit it the second time so yeah. uh this this episode is um essentially a tribute to the uh previous episode the greatest episode we've ever recorded and no one's ever going to hear it so you know is that it a fact, actually? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Did you guys have a really yeah, yeah. smooth episode? Oh, well, in general, yes, we did. Actually, okay. it was a pretty good episode. Nice. Uh, obviously, was on... obviously, I was being uh, facetious, but... Um. <laughs> okay. I was I was curious to the degree. I was like, that is a bummer that it you guys a, messed up. It was up. a good episode. You know, some of the few times uh, Brandon doesn't annoy me and I don't have to stop the recording to yell at him and shame him. And then we... So we just have to roll. Uh, we can just roll right through instead, which is, which is always nice. Yes. Less shame. Yes, correct. <laughs> uh, it's always good with no, uh, with less shame. Not no shame. There's always shame. It's got to be a little bit. Second I hit record, I guess I wouldn't say hit record because I didn't, didn't hit record. <laughs> so I guess that's a bunch of shame. So most of the shame would be on me then. Um, it was very disappointing. And I, frankly, I don't remember everything that was uh, brought up. He brought some up some stuff. I brought some up some stuff. So um, instead, this is our uh, replacement episode. Yay, I'm a replacement. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. Uh, I don't want Brandon to be mad. You're the you're secondary. Okay. okay. You know, well, I can live with that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's good. Um, <laughs> the, but this is, uh, we Cammy's are just a little disgraced, but you know, oh, I mean, Cammy's a star. If Cammy wants to come down from the, the cat tree <laughs> and have a conversation, I'm more than happy. I went up there to try and talk to her, but um, she ignored me. She did say something. That is very true. Yeah. Well, it sounded more like, please get away from me. <laughs> But that's um, progress. Yes. Usually you just don't true. even see her. That's very true. <laughs> it's respect. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. This is how I, you know, how I am with girls also. As long as they're, no. 
So anyway, so uh, <laughs> how's it going, Jeff? Good, good. I heard you're you going to go see uh, John Wick Four again. Again, tonight? yes. Nice. Um, yeah, it's it was worth qu- it. It's I mean, quite a visual spectacular. Like it is. It is definitely spectacular spectacle. Visual spectacle. <laughs> I know what you meant. I was yes. rolling, and I didn't. Even, I didn't even notice. Yeah. <laughs> um, before that, though, did you see the? Um, they're announcing some of the big names. It's two big movies that are announced for uh, the Cannes Film Festival. Mm, I have um, not heard anything about that. One yet. of them, and there's a bunch of more news also, is um, Indiana Jones, okay. the yep. Dial of Destiny or whatever. Yep. I guess apparently they're doing, they're also doing some tribute beforehand hmm. to Harrison Ford. It's really, um, I guess they're really leaning into the Harrison Ford thing. Okay. I'm not sure what their expectations are for this movie because uh, other things that came out was, uh, it wasn't recent, but I know Harrison Ford has already said he thinks... He basically he feels like he owns the character and they should never move on or recast it while he's still alive. Now, the Shia LaBeouf was not recasting. Yep. That was a different like he wasn't he was uh, playing his son. I'm pretty sure in the movie. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I It's been a bit since I saw that one. A bit, but I feel like I remember that he was like they established that Shia LaBeouf's character was his son. So, so they wouldn't be recasting him. Uh-huh. So, but one of the things that was in the works was Disney Plus had a um a series coming out. They're planning on having a series come out that is um Harrison uh Indiana Jones, but I don't think it was Harrison Ford. It was supposed mm. to be either even if they were going like a prequel or whatever, they were gonna re- kind of reboot it. But right. that since then that's been canceled. Um oh, because Harrison Ford said no. Well I don't know. <laughs> I would love to know like what their true mindset is because He's I like, can you see... just make me look younger. I know. It's fine. Well that's what the movie was, yeah. right? And they spent <laughs> it's like a four hundred million dollar budget or something on yeah. this on this freaking like eighty year old man mm-hmm. being an actor. I feel star. like even from the trailer, like where there's that one scene where he's just like throwing the whip around at the table. Yes. I feel like on the front it's him. Like doing the like a little bit of a feeble whip, yep. But then from the back, it's some other stunt person actually like throwing it's it. It's somebody who's an appropriate age yeah. to be actually yeah. like in an action movie. I agree with that. I uh, totally agree with that. I don't understand why aren't there no? Are there newer like younger action stars coming up? Because I feel like it's all like the Tom Rock. Holland. I guess he was he's he the big action? one. Yeah, uh, the yeah, game movie. Um, uh, Nathan, he's plays Far Nathan Cry? Drake. No. Un- Uncharted. Uncharted. Yes. Uncharted. Yeah, I guess that is very true. And Chris- Spider Man's, of course. Spider-Men's yes all the Spider-Men's but anyway so uh (laughs) Indiana Jones is yeah I don't so I can see two different reasons why they would cancel the 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 series I'm wondering if they think the movie's gonna be a hit and they're like okay we'll just bank on it since the other one wasn't gonna have Harrison Ford we'll just cancel that for now and then we'll plan on another Indiana Jones with Harrison Ford you know, while he's still alive. Um, <laughs> so we'll just pump out as many of those as we can because we think it's going to uh, make so much money. Or they think it's going to bomb. And they're like, we're just frankly just going to stay lay low after this and not do anything. I agree with those for the most part to the extent of I don't know because of Harrison Ford's age. And I mean it's action movies right like that's hard to do when you get yes. older well, i would assume <laughs> yeah but here's so, the 15th indiana jones right coming out. but so in my head i'm thinking like they're saying okay hold on actually let's hold off on the show let's see how successful this indiana jones movie is first because first off the 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 last one the dark what not dark crystal what is it skull crystals <laughs> was that right dark crystal <laughs> that's wasn't the, that that's the puppet one from the uh, <laughs> yeah Netflix. that's what i was gonna say um, 
Which room? Yeah, I which fucked room? up there. Uh-huh. But anyways, um, Harrison because- Ford is born in 1942. Yes, I mean that he's 81. Seems- he's 80. He's gonna be 81 this year. Yeah, no, you're right, 81. But math. But oh. that's why I feel like it's less about the next movie, but that's more insane. about how successful this one's gonna be. And Do you if think it is successful, wait and find out and then move. I I could. I feel like it could be. Because then also, depending on how popular that is, they can weigh the factors of like what variables was popular about it and then know for sure, okay, do we I, need Harrison Ford at all? Let's move forward with this. The franchise is well, still successful. Well, they're doing a tribute to him or something, so they're not moving. They're not going to move on from him, I don't think. I think he without can still make his, cameos, though. That's the thing in shows. She like, is right there, Cami. Cameos. Oh, that is very true. It's true. They could just do cameos and... Uh, that's, that's all I hear is Cammy. Um, they can do cam O's um, and still not replace Indiana Jones technically. Mm-hmm. But if if that's the case that they've decided that they were going to, okay, we're going to wait for this movie to come out, see what happens and then decide where to go. Why were they ever planning on it? Like weren't why they were, they, it was in like, they were prepping for this um, series. They mm-hmm. were making plans and then they all of a sudden stopped. So what changed? Because it's like, I feel like the first thing is the success of, right, well, of the movie. Yeah, but the, for I, sure. in my mind, it would be they were always going to wait for that. Mm-hmm. They weren't going to wait for that originally. Then yeah. they decided then to wait for it now. What what changed all of a sudden? Like what came up like that? They're like, oh, this is going to make more money than God. Or they're like, oh, guys, this film sucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a number of things. I mean, look at for, uh, there's not a better example of all over the place like uh, D.C., uh, in very the movie, true. like that's, they're that is constantly a changing their minds, even when things are starting to get good, mm-hmm. they change their minds, and I'm just it's uh, it's a hassle. So I, yeah. I don't put anything past the studios at this point. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting because apparently they um, the the word down from I think Disney to I want to say Lucas Films maybe mm-hmm. um, was that they are no longer they don't worry about Indiana Jones. You're not gonna work on Indiana Jones. You're not working on Willow. Because that's canceled also. Yeah. Uh, you're only focusing on Star Wars right now. And that's all mm. that matters. So Interesting. I'm so I'm wondering is if they're literally just gonna go, movie comes out, whatever, we're gonna wait. That's this now this might be a dark comment. We're gonna wait twenty years, <laughs> maybe ten years, till Harrison Ford dies, wait another four or five years, and then we're gonna re- reboot the whole thing. Sure. We're gonna start printing money again. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm wondering if maybe they're setting up for. Yeah, so I mean, it'll be interesting. It'll be really decide on when it comes out, how um, how well it does. Honestly, yeah, and I mean that does seem like a viable option too. Because I mean, look at uh, how Marvel and Disney's been kind of working. Like they have their plan for like the next ten years, which might have been a mistake. Set out, which might be a mistake because they they need to be more um, adaptive and more and change to what's not working. I mean, that's gosh, that's such a hard topic to talk about because I feel like because they had the first ten years planned out for the Infinity Saga which I think the Infinity Saga, for the most part, was pretty damn good. I agree, yes. But... Well, so, my thing, my thing, my whole thing with that is, like, and Brian has asked me a couple times about, like, why, why do you think they're not doing so great now versus, um, like, you know, previously? Mm -hmm. Ultimately, it's fucking hard to make films in general. It's hard to make franchises. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, they nailed it once. Who's to say, even if they have the best possible roadmap, the best intentions... You give the the people just like you did in the last time, but you could just miss. It's just 
you miss opportunities. It comes out at the yeah. wrong time. Well, even just from the Marvel comic book standpoint, the Infinity Saga storyline is just one of the classics. Like they started off with like the A-lister that is very like true. heroes that is a good and point. classic storyline. Now they got to a point where they're like, all right, what other storyline can we incorporate into now? Mm-hmm. The multiversal like King the Conqueror one is another popular storyline. But now it's just turned into this huge, broad spectrum of like, who are all are we actually incorporating into this now? And that's where it feels like it got lost to me. Yeah, that is very true. And they're also very they're so it's so important for all of those movies to kind of stack on top of each other. Mm-hmm. So if like if one misses, you're already set below uh, behind because you yep. get, and you, you have no room to catch up because you weren't planning on it. You're planning yeah. this one to nail that one to nail. Well, I also know. don't. It's annoying that like you're from annoying. a from a, a bro. Whoa, whoa. I'm sorry. Talking, I'm, I'm, sorry. Talking about, I'm sorry. I got you're, you're in Cammy's house. That is true. Um, I'm sorry, you don't Cammy? talk about me like that in Cammy's house. <laughs> Cammy just comes out of nowhere like, <laughs> like an alien sucker on my face. <laughs> if this just ends abruptly, we all just know what happened. Yep. So, everybody, please, someone tell the cop. <laughs> but, anyways, um, don't let him erase this footage. From a business standpoint, <laughs> Cammy attack. <laughs> Dracaris. Anyways. <laughs> That was Game of Thrones for everybody that uh, didn't realize. Thank you. Um, From a business standpoint, makes total sense that Disney Plus releases exclusive Marvel shit onto Disney Plus. I I think it makes sense. From a fan standpoint and everything else, fucking obnoxious. Because then if you miss the show on Disney Plus, you might be falling behind on the overall everything else movie-wise. Well, good news about that is all the shows suck anyway, so it doesn't (laughs) matter if you miss anything. I still liked like the first two that they Uh, brought out. uh, WandaVision was fantastic. Loki Loki was fantastic. And um, the rest were all right or bad for me. I thought Captain America, Winter, whatever thingy had amazing moments. Like like the uh, arguing about the big three was it Android's wizards and yeah. robots or whatever it was <laughs> uh-huh. or like him being like yeah i read the hobbit when it came out you know yeah. shit like that that was yeah. hilarious and there's uh-huh. a lot of moments hit, um you know uh what's his bucky hitting on his sister or whatever yes. not not bucky's sister but uh <laughs> kind of falcon the black bird person's sister um yeah. i thought that was great as a role anyways we're not <laughs> this is not a deep dive into marvel i don't even remember how we got here um lucasfilms and, uh, i mean inevitably everything oh, goes back to disney All right, right. <laughs> yes because if you follow the money yep. just like conversations like, oh, wait, that's owned by disney. you follow the money and it's owned by disney or <laughs> you know some dead walt disney frozen body somewhere yep technically i wonder how much is he st- is he still frozen somewhere like is it real send I- an email somebody if you know <laughs> Oh, I, I was going to start emailing people at Disney. <laughs> oh. Every single person. I'd rather them get uh, contact us. Yeah, I think, uh, you know what? I'm not going to get an answer for either way, so I'll let them then come to us. Do you know how uh, Do you know how long um, Indiana Jones is going to be? I didn't remember seeing anything. Um, I don't. I'm assuming it's three hours because that's what the well, fad is. The fad is three hours. Everything's mm. three hours long now. Do they do they have run times on IMDb at this um, point? Like well, before movie releases? Jones, a lot of them, yes. For the weirdest reason in the world and Indiana Jones, I don't know what the weird reason is. It might be weird. It might not be weird. Indiana Jones, for some reason, does not have anything. Doesn't have the plot. Uh, doesn't have the Yes. And maybe, frankly, they're not done writing it. <laughs> but yeah, Indiana Jones is uh, going to debut in um, at, at Cannes. The mm-hmm. other one, which also goes in line with all the freaking three-hour movies, like John Wick we, is a three-hour movie. Um, I'm trying yep. to think some others that I remember off the top of my head. 
at least recent ones. Um, Avatar two, Avatar two, the Batman. Um, one that's gonna come out. <laughs> it isn't what's uh. Well, yeah, I imagine that might be four, six, eight. <laughs> um, uh, Bo is a friend. The Joaquin Phoenix, that really oh, odd yeah. one. Yeah, that's a th- that's gonna be three yep. hours. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. And then the other one that I think is insane is the Martin Scorsese movie coming out with Leonardo DiCaprio, Killer of the Flower Moon. That's mm. also going to maybe you haven't heard a bunch of stuff about I this. Haven't. That one is going to be uh, debuting in Cannes also, along with um, Indiana Jones. I don't. Okay. I I'm assuming they didn't say yes or no. I don't think they have a tribute to Harrison Ford mm. planned um, for the Killer of the the Flower Moon. You're supposed to laugh at that. That was funny. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so Killer of the Flower Moon is the newest Scorsese. Um, it's got Leonardo DiCaprio. It's got um, Robert De Niro. The 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 summary on IMDb is the members of the Osage tribe in the United States are murdered under mysterious circumstances in the 1920s, sparking a major FBI investigation in, involving J. Edgar Hoover. So, I'm a I believe mm. you know Leonardo DiCaprio is the cop or whatever, but it's, it's it cool sounds op. you know it sounds interesting. I honestly don't know if I've seen a trailer for it. I know I haven't. You definitely haven't. That'd yes, be weird. This is if the you first had, time I've heard. It'd be weird if you had <laughs> seen a trailer. And you're like, I don't. I don't know what movie that is. Yeah, um, there's a special trailer. But so this fucking movie, dude, is three hours and twenty minutes. Mm. Uh, what? Uh, what? Oh, Bar- what, uh, Babylon was what, also. Oh, Babylon. Babylon. That's I don't understand the 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 three hour fat. Like some movies, I'm okay with being three hours long, but it's just the odds of all of these movies being three hour worthy. It's so weird. It's so I think, interesting. I think someone at some point hit the. I think uh, who was it? But where I think I think it was last year when Dune and the Batman came out, and the success of those films started. Like, I think it just started like because oh, well, obviously other films had shot at that point, right? Yeah. But obviously they shoot many, 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 many more hours than they've actually trimmed yes. it down to. Uh, but to that point, they're probably looking and being like, "Oh, well, look, these guys were successful at like three, three and a half hours." Like, let's just add in these extra scenes that I originally wanted in anyways. It's so interesting because I feel like there needs to be like the balance where it's like the director needs to have free will to an extent. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the artist goes too far and you need to like rein them in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sorry for the delay, folks. We will be back after these messages. Welcome back. Whoa. Seamless transitions. <laughs> oh, now we're all about here. Hey, 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 hey. I'm a master <laughs> cutter. So nobody knows these weird ass uh, jumps. Okay, we're transitioning into Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Uh, yeah, there, we will be talking about the two movies today that we're going to talk about. Probably not for you know the longest time in the world, but um, Dungeons and Dragons, which we, you, me, and Brandon went and saw. We did. And then the other one would be uh, we're going to talk about John Wick Four to end yes. to end the podcast that just you and I saw. Uh, Brandon uh, hates it. With a passion. It's what? What? Uh, John Wick with a passion. Really? Yeah. The other thing he said, it was, he pointed something out. No, I'm joking. Well, he, that was a total joke. Oh. I have no I idea. Like, oh he hasn't, gosh. he's only seen one, I think. Oh, okay. He hasn't seen the other ones. So, um, <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons, we all went to go see um, a little early. It wasn't the earliest. It wasn't a red carpet thing again, but it was early because we're cool. Yep. Everybody, just remember that. We are we're cool. sponsored or you can sponsor us. Yes, that's forever. You could <laughs> totally sponsor. And I'll say all the greatest things about AMC that's ever happened. Yeah, AMC rocks. Well, Jeff not said, at this Jeff moment. Jeff said that. Says zero money. So, no. Um, 
<laughs> so uh dungeons and dragons yeah dungeons and dragons <laughs> what do you think real broad what do you think um i thought it was entertaining uh yes it, i didn't expect a whole lot going into it like i, I just looked like it was going to be a fun movie fun visuals and i feel like it delivered and that's what i got there were some really funny jokes and yeah i think this is the, the perfect example of like a movie that when they're going through the process they didn't take themselves seriously they mm-hmm. understood what it should be they didn't yeah. want to make this like you know emotional romance like super in thriller adventure that's like yeah. oh are they gonna die are they not gonna die it's jokes and it's funny yeah but then they sprinkled in a little bit of like but there is a, a overall like theme kind of uh, yeah. thing yes yes and and the emotional points i think in some of these movies that are very jokey and they don't take them so seriously then when they have the emotional moment it hits a little bit more than it probably would if it mm-hmm. was a drama the whole time, just right. because you have the juxtaposition between. Yeah, totally. Like there's that one part at, I mean, towards the end when Michelle Rodriguez's character is actually dying and there's that serious moment where it's like, you only get to resurrect yep. one person and yep. he, his entire goal, the entire movie was resurrect his wife, the mother of his daughter well so i thought and that's i agree key. that it, that yeah. was such a such a, a serious moment in this you know um um well how do i say you know jokey movie that mm-hmm. wasn't super serious they made jokes about him singing him not being good plans and stuff yeah. but that was such a good well written that's the other thing that i was very surprised by is i also went in with the i think it's going to be very um jokey i'm sure i'll have some fun whatever mm-hmm. It's going to be some stupid humor stuff, but it felt so well written. And the point, then the scene that you're talking about where he's like, he has to choose between um, the, the, his wife mm-hmm. and Michelle Rodriguez was perfectly set up by him saying to his daughter earlier, I wasn't trying to resurrect your mom. I was trying to resurrect my wife mm-hmm. and it, they're two different things. And he's yes. always thought about them as one. But then when you, yeah. you separate and you say that line, it's such perfect because Michelle Rodriguez was her mom. Yes. And his was wife was because her wife, his wife died early and mm-hmm. so he wants her, but that's not, you know, important necessarily yes. to the daughter. It was so such well, so mm-hmm. well written. I thought, yeah, I was so shocked how well written it yeah, was. That, that moment was uh, hit harder than I thought it would. Yeah. I would say visually, it was okay the funnest part visually i think we talked about after the movie was the mirror portal thing yes that entire like bank robbery scene kind of I, thing was, again, it was another super well fun. i thought that was fun yeah. you know it wasn't it, it, it wasn't super serious like this was the greatest heist they've ever done but it felt clever it was smart i mm-hmm. didn't see giant logic holes when i first watched it i'm sure there are giant <laughs> logic holes yeah. but uh but yeah that and the, yeah cg wise um, I thought that was the portal was cool. Also, how do you feel about the difference between um, the practical effects and the CG effects when they were doing it? I liked um, I mean, the CG effects didn't feel like quite the toppest tier of what Hollywood budget visual effects could be. Yeah, it's always weird. Which is fine. That, like I, in the movie like that, it, you, it's totally fine. Like it didn't bother me. But the practical effects I thought were even better not because they looked like they looked good, but they, let's say they didn't look like hyper realistic in one way or another. I or they looked <laughs> like it just added to like the almost comical effect yes. of the yes. gags was, and stuff like I, that. I will 100 percent agree with what you're saying. It's like it, it didn't look I didn't think it looked fantastic. The practical effect. <laughs> they did not look fantastic, but they fit in the world and they yes. fit in the 
movie that they were making mm-hmm. and it did look good. It, it, it reminded me of um, Pan's Labyrinth and Jurassic mm-hmm. Park where yeah. it was at that level where it's like, if I had to pick out and be like, yeah, that's clearly fake right there, but mm-hmm. it feels pretty real within the world. Right. Um, I, I thought that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. A little balance of, and the CG also, it's so weird when that happens where it's like the CG is just not fantastic. Is it not a good production house? Like it's not a good CG uh, company that they hired or do they say, and we've run out of money now. So everyone stop working now. Yeah. No I more layers. I feel like, yeah, I feel like <laughs> my best guess would be that it comes down to timeline because there's a certain level where you start like you're like, how much can we actually work on these textures and blending it into the environment and everything? Because like obviously like the owl bear thing is completely well, so visual I, effects. I thought this owl bear looked uh, the and, owl bear looked good, and that's the thing. I think the textures and everything looked really good on it, but there were moments where I felt like it didn't like you could tell it was a digital image added into another digital yes. layer. Yes. So that's where that blending kind of yep. thing comes into my head. There's but a couple moments also with the CG background where I'm like, I totally Chris. Pine. Pine was standing <laughs> in a green room and they just CG'd all mm-hmm. that stuff. That was pretty obvious. But they did a lot of cool practical effects too. Like there was the um the, the one of the perks of that pre-screening we went to, thank you, AMC. Was uh <laughs> think yes, of course AMC. <laughs> granted, granted, that was a weird thing. I, I understand why they did it, and it yes. was a pretty good uh it was a pretty good teaser for the film. Yes. But I don't understand it, they showed us this this BTS get you amped up for a yeah. film. But it was like the film we all showed up to watch. So it's yeah. like they're getting us trying to get us to go watch the film that we were it's currently watching. It's almost like watching. you would see like on social media before going to see yes. a movie or, or something it like was, that. Or it would have been before, you know, John Wick 4. Obviously, probably sure. not because yeah. it's a drastically <laughs> different thing. But it was the same level, of it, which was odd. It was a good yeah. BTS thing. I enjoyed it just because I just enjoy those things anyways. Um Because they did point out facts that red, I didn't know. I would have liked the red like, carpet again. But anyways, yeah, the red ahead. carpet was interesting. No, I was just going to say... Yes. Yeah. What? I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't interrupt uh, uh, yeah, you. <laughs> I won't interrupt you anymore. I promise. Kimmy. <laughs> Kimmy. <Tricaris. laughs> Attack. <laughs> so you learned what? Uh, the practical effects. How much actually went into practical effects and like props and creatures that they creature designs that they actually did. Because like there was that one scene where they like the magic f- floor turned into sand when they tried to quicksand or something. And I guess that was practical oh, effects yes. based on what we saw in that pre-screening. Thing. Yeah. Based off of that. <laughs> I was. <laughs> yes. Um, which I, I thought that one pr- looked pretty good. That practical, yeah. Uh, pra- so you know, it's always when people talk about you know practical effect is better than CG. A uh, good practical effect is better than bad anything because mm-hmm. there is bad CG and there's bad practical effects that you know yeah. the 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 sand floor I barely even noticed, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, so which to me means a good practical effect. Yeah, I think the best route for visual effects and digital like digital effects in general is to hide it as best you can if that makes sense like if someone doesn't notice your work as a visual effects artist Mm -hmm. that is probably the best compliment you can get that's how i feel about sound also and most of these sound soundtracks um uh, sound effects all that stuff is like if you don't notice it too much uh then that means it's good the Mm -hmm. most the most like dialogue things that i listen to and i hear other than like once in a great while that's just like somebody said a line so perfectly but other than that, it's like, oh, that was horrible ADR. <laughs> like, yeah. that was a bad replacement. That one was bad. And that's that next level that I don't quite actually notice that much, um, unless it's probably really I mean, bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's one of the weird ones that, I, for whatever reason, I always, always seem to notice that stuff. Yeah. 
Brandon feels I feel like Brandon notices the um, the soundtrack more mm. than definitely more than me. Half the movies I come out of and I'm like, and he's like, how's, how's the soundtrack? I'm like, yeah. couldn't list you a single like song that they did yeah. unless it's extremely blatant. Interesting. Yeah. The, the only thing I notice audio nowadays is if it's actually just really bad, like I can't hear or it's too loud. Like it's usually the master mix kind of thing mm-hmm. where music's yes. like overbearing yes. over audio, uh, which dialogue. I was, uh-huh. But otherwise, the other one that I tried actually... to interrupt you again. I want to interrupt you to let <laughs> you, you interrupted know me with like that a I sharp started silence. to interrupt. <laughs> it was really I don't know how you did that. <laughs> Audio guy over here doing some weird <laughs> shit. Um, <laughs> but anyways, the other one is that I've noticed over recent years is action movies when they ADR like grunts and sounds. Yes. So like, it say there's a big action sequence, someone's fighting, you just hear. Ugh. Yes. Oh, it, it, and yeah, it doesn't match. You if you really look. It doesn't match their face at all. Dude, if you isolate just those all the time, even like when they get punched, not even grunting, but it'll be like someone punches, and then when you sit there and listen to that sound, you're like, that's not what a punch yeah. in somebody's body sounds like. It's sounds like, like you're the, smacking a plastic piece. Yeah, of Yeah, like you took a bat to like a steak or something. I'm like, that isn't. Or like someone hits somebody with something yeah. metal, and it's like crack. I'm like, that's. What part was, is his bones metal? Yeah. What's going on? My favorites are when they're subtle things, like say a, uh, an intense poker like tournament thing or something, <laughs> and they like drop the chips and they're just like... <laughs> the loudest Like the loudest things ever. And it's like, wow, that was but intense. Then, but that stuff where it's like, if you if you do the, um, the music perfectly mm-hmm. over top of it, you have some more um, effects in the background and everything yeah. blends together, you don't end up noticing because you're just like... Mm-hmm wrapped up and if yeah. you start noticing that stuff that means the film sucks and you're not you're not in the world or you're, you're just a person that works in film and you're just like always thinking of that shit that anyways. is very true that is we'll talk about john wick and that thing that i noticed yeah that was like i didn't <laughs> oh, bug I, me but i like to see those things and be like i would love I to know how many people shit. actually like noticed it because mm-hmm. we talked about um well okay before we switch over to, <laughs> before we switch over to john <laughs> to johnson all the transitions are weird, Jeff. Do you not hear the last one into here? This is my uh, second episode, so I'm, I'll, I'll get there. That's true. You you have leeway. This is only my 30-somethings. Who gives a shit? Actually, less than 36, so I'm probably at like 33 or so. But do we count the one that didn't get recorded? Ooh, uh, I don't think It so. happened. It, but the transitions Supposedly. don't exist into either at Ooh, this point. That's a good point. So what do you think? Uh, let's see. Acting-wise, what do you think of everybody? I thought Chris Pine like carried... Yeah, I mean, I was he, shocked he, how much we had. Yeah, he carried the quirkiness of the like character in the film in general. Um, I think everybody played their part actually pretty well. Like, the, based on what their characters were probably supposed to be, I think they all did a good yeah. job. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't think anybody, nobody stuck uh, stuck out like a sore thumb. Chris Pine, weirdly, like being the main character and everything, mm-hmm. I felt like his character fit perfectly for the rest of the movie. Like, mm-hmm. he is the um the movie was joking and not super mm-hmm. serious and then kind of serious here but ultimately yeah. good and stuff and that just felt like him as a character yeah um you know chris pine as a character yeah which in recent whatever years his character name was what in was recent years name? he oh i don't remember i mean i can't look i think his name is chris god if pine? Was, oh my god can you imagine if it was cr- sir chris pine uh sir chris, pine? Sir chris of pinewood of pinewood that would be funny it looks like it's edgin Ed, okay, I'm gonna I don't. Go, re- I don't remember. I'm gonna that. stick with Chris Pine. <laughs> if we're cool with that, yeah. Everyone vote. Nobody said anything, so I'm gonna oh, go yep. with unanimous. <laughs> unanimous. Thank you, Cammy. <laughs> um, shit, I forgot what I was gonna say. What? Yeah, you were talking about how um, yeah. I'm just a oh, very no, no, good no. friend. Oh no, no, no that, that never gets spoken. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what I was gonna say is that it's, 
over recent years, it feels like Chris Pine has been in more serious, dramatic roles. Because the last one I remember seeing him in was uh, Don't Worry Darling. Yeah, uh, um, I don't know if that was the most recent one you've seen him in because mm. I don't keep track of what you watch. But he was in Don't Worry Darling yes. as like the main bad guy and everything. Is that the right movie? Don't Worry, don't worry Darling? Yes. Yeah, okay. It is the, the, the modern day... Whatever, they're stuck in VR. Yes. That's all I'm Anyways, that was the last thing I saw him in, which was more serious dramatic role. But then this role in particular felt a little reminiscent of when uh, he was in the Star Trek uh, yes. saga or se- yeah, series. Yeah, it's still a little bit more jokey than... Like, Star Trek was a little more serious, but he still had a quirkiness to his character in those movies. Hell yeah. Uh, we we both can agree that we're upset that the uh, owl bear character, she yeah. wasn't in it enough. And we particularly in the trailers, her. it was weird that they like almost mm. deterred from her shots. Well, also, speaking of the trailer, there were so many lines that were different, mm-hmm. which oh, I thought yeah. I thought was fascinating. Not all of the lines and big lines that were in the trailer were swapped. There was right. I, try, I don't remember which one specifically, but there mm-hmm. was one that was like, you know, definitely the same. But mm-hmm. I'm so glad they switched the um, I think they switched the bridge one, the bridge scene mm-hmm. where yeah. he actually steps on that. Uh-huh. They switched the the staircase one where he's like um, trying to break oh, yeah, his yeah. Um, ropes, which uh-huh. is so it's which is amusing because I laughed at the that every single time in the trailer. Uh-huh. I laughed in one of the reasons why I was like, I'm sure I'm going to be annoyed by how much I <laughs> <laughs> laugh yeah. at this movie. But so I laughed at when he's like, oh, you know, I bet there's sharper stairs somewhere else. But that wasn't in it at all. Yeah. They cut that out, which I liked the way they did the trailer. And uh-huh. I liked it better in the movie because it felt more. Because it was more serious in the right. m- moment. Well, they they also did that for Creed three, <laughs> my first episode, where there was that one scene where she like uh, they're talking and it oh like, yes, there's a very corny yes. kind of serious line that works great for like small snippets or social media like they did in a trailer. But then when the actual movie came around, it was a lot more like they left that entire corny more corny yep. line out for that serious. They moment. put in a different corny line, <laughs> less corny. <laughs> yes, I'll give you that. I, yeah. I think it was less corny. I think it was less corny also, but still corny. It's still yes. like. Still in the corny, the scale. Yes. But it's all—it's just very interesting that it's almost like, it doesn't feel like it's really talked about a lot that I feel like since the Marvel series stuff started coming out, I feel like Marvel was one of the first things that started tweaking trailers slightly to kind of mislead the audience coming into the theater. Yeah, I don't know. That's so interesting because I feel like I don't, I, I rarely notice it. And maybe just because nowadays Brandon is so focused on uh, trailers. So it's the most like trailer I really pay attention to in general mm-hmm. trailers now. But I wonder how much this actually happens and we just don't know. Oh, I, at least I don't yeah. notice. Well, it's I just, believe you notice it. I, that I, was the viewer, not you, Jeff. Oh. You don't notice shit. Yeah, I don't. I'm talking to the, the listener. Only, which when I, also, only when I'm perfect about like the time runs or well, something like shut that. Shut up. But I thought the um, I was very impressed with the directors, um, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. John Francis Daly, for people who watched Bones, um, is in the old TV show Bones. He's uh, Lance Sweats, Lance Sweets. Um, which fascinates Sweets. me. I know, right? Tell me about it. <laughs> which fascinates me. All the people who like the the famous actors that just turn into great directors and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, a la Ron Howard, mm-hmm. John Farva. Um, all there's a ton of them, and it's and it's it's crazy to me mm-hmm. that they just I guess and they just kind of some some of them just kind of sneak in there and they're just like yeah I mean I'm just gonna direct I it and they frankly, won't they won't like take all the credit over it because they don't I didn't even realize like I didn't even realize it was him until. The, the the BTS before the movie mm-hmm. and I yeah. and I saw his face I was like oh shit I know yeah. him but yeah, uh, but yeah they they've they've worked on not a ton of stuff 
Oh, he worked on. They made. Um, did you ever see Game Night? To the 2018 Jason mm. Bateman. It was pretty good, honestly. Hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't see it. Not as good as D and D, but hmm. so he. But they haven't done a ton of stuff. So I'm excited for. I'm excited for what they got moving forward because it mm-hmm. seems like. Um, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein are little are partners because they both did um game night also. So mm-hmm. we'll see what they're uh what they have in store. Um, D two. It'd be interesting. Do <laughs> you think they would do, go D D two? I totally think they would. Or they just do I same characters, add a new villain. I can totally maybe add another character to the group. Yes. Normally, yes, I would say that's what they're gonna do. And I would say I think it'd be interesting to see another film in the universe, like an anthology, different group, Mm -hmm. and maybe one of them pops in here and there. But yeah, totally. All right, sweet. Um, (laughs) Anything else you want to say about Dungeons and Dragons? Um, The only other thing I think would be interesting to note is the just the cast that they had for the main group is interesting because you've got Chris Pine, you've got Michelle Rodriguez, who's also been doubling up on like Fast and Furious movies. We were gonna, we were gonna. So, where do you think she got buff? For Dungeons and Dragons first, and then got Wimpy again for. Wimpy. I mean, I'm, I'm sure she well, could kick our asses. Still oh yeah, don't get me wrong. Either movie. Uh, I'm not. A, I, I'm a lover. I'm not a fighter. Anybody can kick my ass. It's like, don't get me wrong. I can outrun some people. That'd Sorry, be like the, the that'd word be the Wimpy. Most. I was like, mm, I don't know if that yeah. was the best well, word. So, for it. so well, it, well, it made me think of that because when in our um the the perfect podcast episode that's never going to come out that doesn't exist anymore, we uh-huh. talked about this. Yes, and. Um, he, uh, Brandon made a comment about, oh, you know, uh, uh, Vin Diesel so big. And I'm like, I don't think he's that big. Nope. I think they, one of the reasons why they don't want Michelle Rodriguez to get buff is because it will make him look smaller if she's bigger and they want mm. her to look like a small little girl next to him to make him look bigger. I think, because frankly, you've seen the Fast and Furious movies and yep. you've seen Dungeons and Dragons mm-hmm. in both of them. She's supposed to be a badass that like kicks people's yep. asses. One of those, she looks like she could. The other one, she doesn't. Yes. But also think about what Fast and Furious is. It's, it's a it's lot. It's fucking cars and hot women. Yes, basically. Like, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's every cars, movie. And even still, the cars are getting stretched. Yeah. <laughs> Rocket ship car. <laughs> Dude, for real. I heard. I heard. I saw one uh, pre like review kind of like snippet that was like they've gone too far this time. <laughs> so it'll be interesting. We'll see. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, Michelle Rodriguez. With those two, yes, but then also Justice Smith, which who's a younger up and coming actor. He was in which one he do? Last thing I remember him was uh, Detective Pikachu, which was yes. another big movie. Which I he, I loved I him liked, in that. Yeah, I liked that. Whether movie. I like mo- him as an actor too. Whether He's... the movie was good or not is different then, but mm-hmm. I did enjoy him in it. I yes. thought he was fantastic. And then also um, the other one that I was um, I'm not okay with this sorry i'm not okay with this that's it that sorry. show was actually really interesting and i think it was she was one of, sydney yes it was one of those shows that i feel like was had good traction from the audience and then netflix just inevitably cancels some of their good stuff and some of their bad stuff sydney is a teenage girl navigating the trials and tribulations of high school while dealing with the complexities of her family her budding sexuality and mysterious superpowers just beginning <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> to awaken deep within her. Yes, Ooh. it was interesting. I liked it. Superpowers, interesting. And I just think she's an amazing actress too. And it's happened. It's seven episodes came out in 2020. Mm-hmm. Thirty minute show, thirty minute episodes. But that was like the last thing I felt like I really saw her in. And then all of a sudden she popped projector. into this, and I was just like, oh, it's awesome to see her back and stuff because she's really good. Yep. All right. <laughs> um. Do you want to? You want? Hey, you want to rate it? 
Ooh, God. Uh, I, I'm going to stick with my same rating I did last time, and I remember it because uh, it was, mo- <laughs> it was such, which is so funny. Anyways, uh, you, 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 get to, you get to rate first. Okay. Out of 10. Out of 10, rating for Dungeons & Dragons. Um, while I feel like I enjoyed the movie and it was entertaining from an overall spectrum, rating it on 1 to 10, I'd probably have to give it 6.75. Ooh, 6.75. Interesting, yeah. Interesting. So you're saying that because you didn't think it was the best well-made movie? I, if I have to take a general thing, I mean, like it's one of those, of it everything. Was, yeah. well, it's one of those things. You can rate it however the hell you want. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. to me, it gets a little boost because while it wasn't the best movie, I enjoyed it. Yes. And it's like inside, I feel like, um, which is the super indie one, uh-huh. that I thought it was pretty well made but i didn't enjoy it as much mm-hmm. so kind of kind of yeah enjoyable is a factor mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. um yeah it would, it would have to be like the 6.75 or 7 range for me so you go but you said 6.75 i think i'm sticking okay. with that 6.75 um you want to go uh would you rewatch it in the movie theaters or you're just gonna or you, you don't didn't enjoy it as much you're just gonna definitely wait until vod i think vod vod for me okay yep yep uh, I think I'm in the same VOD. I don't remember if I did VOD versus movies. <laughs> um, you know, it's bullshit anyways. Um, and then I'm going to go rating wise is a 7.5. Wow. I really enjoyed yeah. it. I was surprised, especially like going in low expectations and yeah. enjoying it more than I thought. But beyond like, like we talked about with his, with the mother versus wife sure. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just so well written. I was mm-hmm. astonished how well written it was. Yeah, and, I agree. Um, but yeah, so I'm going 7.5, um, and hilariously, uh, Brandon, first time ever, also went 7.5. So we didn't Whoa. record the first time that we tied. That so must does have been it happen? First, yeah. That maybe. The universe maybe, is new. Maybe it was recording, and when that happened, the sound popped the record and then mm-hmm. just erased it all. Yep. So I, I imagine I can't be right. in the world. Fucking <laughs> Cammy. Cammy strikes again. Cammy! All right, so uh, that's Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, let's switch to the other one. I think the better one. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've already, you've seen it once. You're about to see it again. I am about to see it again. John Motherfucking Wick. Motherfucking. Wick. I was watching. I was watching clips of like the first one of the uh, just the most badass scenes of. No, he's not the boogeyman. He's the one you send Batman. to go kill the fucking boogeyman. Yeah, yeah <laughs> all the so classic quick. lines. Hell yeah, right. Oh I was like, I don't know why those popped up on my uh, my phone recently. <laughs> but uh, so John Wick Four just yes. came out. I think it's like I don't know, a couple weeks in maybe or a weekend. Uh, because we keep going seeing movies before they come out. Yeah, I cannot keep track of sure, how long everything's been out. I'm pretty sure we. I agree. We did see it. So it's like a week or t- yeah, a week or two ago. I can't remember at this point. Um, it is so John Wick, the fourth installment. It was, I think, very well received. I think mm-hmm. everyone loves it. It is, it's just shy of three hours. It's two hours and 49 minutes, mm-hmm. but I never know if they add the, uh, credits um, the and credits or not. So I'm assuming they don't add the credits. So that means mm-hmm. your prediction from earlier was incorrect. Oh, bummer. Because you never specified credits or no credits. <laughs> um, so John Wick. Loopholes. <laughs> oh, sorry. John Wick chapter four. My yes. Bad. Um, it is uh, gorgeous. Yes. Story-wise was, I'm going to talk about like the slight negatives or whatever, not the the not so super stellar side. The, the I thought individual like dialogue was average. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what I'd expect from a exactly. John Wick movie. Story-wise, average, mm-hmm. like less than stellar, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And but they did wrap it up. It. Like they did feel like they wrapped it up in a nice way. If this is the last one, well, I see that's well. If. But then they added they added the um the the post credit scene, which felt so like again? it was um the daughter of oh went to kill um, yeah the daughter of the um uh the the Japanese hotel she was felt angry and killed in theory we didn't see her Donnie, actually kill us Donnie right? Yen. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was finally going to go talk to his daughter, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that but, felt very much like, oh, we're going to kick off another thing. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, it could be just looked at as like, ooh, in case you guys were still thinking about this, this is where we wanted that to end up. Or, uh, I guess, I guess. Or a I could spinoff, see like you were saying. But I don't think it's a... Con- it didn't seem like a continuation of John Wick's story. Yes, I would say probably more likely as a spinoff than anything. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to look up how much money it makes. I can, If it makes a boatload of money... Even if they were planning on ending it, and that was the end, mm-hmm. it made a boatload of money. I bet you they'll wake some writers up and go, "Hey, hey guess what? Write another one." I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if it makes sense. I don't care if it doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about the uh, the unbelievable, the masterclass stuff from John John Wick. I thought the action is a masterclass yes. of action. Best action movie I have ever seen. The only small little bits that, uh, that I want because I have to, you know, criticize everything because I'm an asshole mm-hmm. is there was a massive um stormtrooper shooting lesson going on <laughs> yeah. of like people are 10 feet away from somebody unloading a clip and the only place they got hit with twice was like in the torso because they have the bulletproof vest. Yes. Like shoot them in the foot Shoot him in the head. Frankly, why isn't everyone aiming at the heads? That makes no sense to me. But <laughs> well, they're whatever. blocking them with their vest. Oh yes, you're right. While they're fighting their suit coat, while they're fighting four people. Didn't they? Say, what did they say it was? That they said it was like a. Oh, there was the latest in Cal, um Ke, uh, Kevlar. Kevlar Kevlar suit wear or something. Yeah, fashion or something like that. Because you know, that that weirded me out at first because I just saw them like bouncing know, right? bullets off yeah. their suits and their arms dink, and I was dink, like, whoa! Dink, dink. And Is then, this a Marvel movie? And then they explained it and I was like, oh. I mean, and still then, not. And then I, still not. they explained it, but then I just I started to forgive it a little bit more than you because I was just like, well, that's just the world we're living in right now. <laughs> well, I can see. I'm, no, see, I'm okay with like the honestly, I can live with the the um the bulletproof um jackets, whatever. That's yeah. like you said, that's universe. But when like somebody's standing ten feet away from me and I unload a clip, but that <laughs> there's other body parts other than his head, and he puts his puts the jacket up a little bit, but he's also fighting, and it happened. Yeah. Throughout all three, it, uh, three made, it hours. made more sense for the that team, like that SWAT looking team in Japan. Yes, um, that came in with like the actual armor. Yes, it made more sense for that because they were literally shooting off their masks and their like arm chest armor. Yeah, but then they had to shoot between the like on the exactly. neck. Yeah, I thought that was that I thought that was, was fantastic. Cool. They also upped all the um all the 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 ammo for that too. So you got and this was the perfect um, which I think the perfect mixture of action that leads into cinematography mm-hmm. of because they did that and it made sense and it was they were like oh we got to up this um the ammo it needs to be stronger so then it turned into they shot you know uh gigantic flares basically at mm-hmm. everybody but yeah, it the, looked gorgeous yeah you're talking about the the dragon's breath phosphorus yes, that, shotgun yeah, shells yes like that was insane once they introduced awesome. that also oh it was like gosh. that l- led perfectly into like the act it made sense in the action sense and it was good hand to hand combat and shooting and everything mm-hmm. but then on top of it which i think beyond above everything it looked gorgeous and it gave yes. some amazing 
amazing well, shots. Well, not to mention, yeah, like they incorporated a really interesting shot going up above overhead and a one long like take following taxi John, driver. Yes. Like, it was following, just like taxi. following John Wick as he goes through and kills all these people with this dragon's breath shotgun flames. Yes. And then even there was one part where like, I don't know what got on fire, but some fire like blew straight towards the camera from down mm, below yep. too. And it looked, it was just very visually interesting. Um, I'm excited to see that again tonight. Yes. Um, but even just like the that visual element and that shot and scene in particular, there was so much interesting lighting colors. It was very just very modern color and lighting cinematography stuff going on. That was very visually interesting on top of insane choreographed stunts like for very long portions um it's just a really like what a project that entire movie uh, that's must what have I, was, I was about i was about to say is like i can't imagine how long and difficult processes has to be just from 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 zero and it's like mm-hmm. or once once the script is written it's like sweet we got a final script period now start breaking this up until yeah. we have to learn all this action yep. we have to start you know exp- the uh, getting ready for all the shots. Oh, I want to mm-hmm. be I want to be on this roof with yep. an LED uh, lights behind. Yeah. We need some phosphorus. And it's like, oh, wait, hey, how do we do that safe again? Oh, my God. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I'm amazed. I didn't hear any big injuries from there. Yeah. Right? I imagine everybody gets, you know, scratches, rolled ankles, all that sure. stuff. Yeah. Unless you lose a finger, you know, doesn't we <laughs> don't doesn't go on our radar. Yeah. Yeah. Just what an insane project. Yeah. I, I think like, it's so going to cool. be it's honestly I think they should be, um, you know, in schools when they start talking about visual or action. Like yes. This uh, this movie action. has to be um, has to be yeah, classwork. <laughs> like, yes. like, oh, my gosh. And even just uh, I'm just going to say this now. So that's on recording for the <laughs> next year. But I wouldn't be surprised if John Wick four gets a nomination for best cinematography. Oh yeah, it, 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 if it's not in cinematography, um, I'll be upset. I don't know if it's gonna win because again, it's I, again, forever yes. from now. Yeah, it's hard to say that it'd be winning right now. Correct. But well, it's also it's like it, it's not traditional for other that movies to win could too. come out too. Yes. Like you know, five yes. other movies that are look somehow better, which yeah. would be a stretch, but it totally could. Uh, but it, it would be amazing if um this one, if enough movies came out that this wasn't one of the top five. Cinematography movies that would be yeah. amazing. Granted, you know, Dune's gonna come out this year, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, that'd that be one another Greg be... Frazier movie. Um, this one was Chad Stahelski as the, the the DP, right? I thought so. No, that's the director. My okay. bad. I didn't mean to fuck that director. No, I totally. Cinematography <laughs> was uh, Dan Lauston. Austin, yeah, and I believe he's done the other John Wick movies as well. So not outside Ooh, of his Shape realm. of Water. He worked. Oh, look, that's right with Guillermo del Toro. I was gonna say it looks like he works with Guillermo del Toro. He did Nightmare Alley, mm-hmm. John Wick Three, Proud Mary, Shape of Water, John Wick Two, Chapters, whatever. I'm not gonna yeah, say that. Yeah, and from what I remember from those uh, like Shape of Water Crimson and stuff Peak. too, uh-huh. he's he has a modern cinematography style and look to the movies I have seen of his which is it's pretty modern yeah yeah because like he his colors are a little more vibrant his uh the images are a little more contrasty but uh, but everything looks very sharp and nice and just very modern digital style he's from denmark denmark dan lalston but he also but in this movie in particular like there's the church scene 
that's just like full of candles all around and this nice mm. hazy warm glow but then also the symmetry of the architecture like he, like for an action movie they went like an extra step into getting some very really appealing and pleasing images yeah it really felt like the some of the most uh money probably went into location scouts uh and just like the rooftop of the japanese building so cool i mean that place alone that looked gorgeous so yeah i'm definitely um in the camp of everyone needs to go see this um yeah and see it in a big theater with good audio and a big ass screen we definitely i was physically tired from like the 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 base the base from when there's gunshots oh my god i was just like punch me in the chest every single time yes i was exhausted by the end but in a good way like the way you want to be for yes, this movie I, I agree with that and i i honestly i don't think people need to see the um i knew it they shot uh one of the filming locations in the desert with the horses was wadi rum Ooh, in jordan that's where that oh yeah that's, that's from right. that climbing show that yep. they shoot a yep. lot of stuff out there Apparently. In jordan. well anything did, deserty does he have anything to do with uh dune Dune, I'm pretty sure shot out there too. Well, that's why I was wondering yeah. if, like, Dune, if Star somebody, Wars. if this was, I mean, I'm at this point, it's a very uh, well known location, so it's not like yes. somebody was on Dune and then went, oh, we should come back. Yeah, you know? literally, I had a friend that went to there like last year, and she said that that was one of the things that, that was like a selling point for them. They're like, oh yeah, this is where they shoot a lot of the big Hollywood movies. Like they come out mm-hmm. to Wadi Rum all the time. So should we just move? Should we move out there and camp, and then whenever up production shows yeah. up, we'll just we be just, the local crew. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and it's like the local crew is only like two. Yep. So and then in between shoots, we'll just go climbing. Oh my god, don't even, <laughs> don't even get me started. So like I was saying, you don't need to see the other ones i think i think everyone needs to watch in the terms of like one was fantastic in that these filmmakers the way that they were able to um turn this human into a myth and like into this legend um i thought was spectacular Mm -hmm. and then the action also is another another top tier um action but it's more of like doing an action movie on a budget it feels like john mm-hmm. wick was a perfect example of john wick chapter four is doing just action wick uh, action wick action movie with endless amounts of money yes. and still be able to do it correctly yes. and unbelievable like they took the original aesthetics and appeals of the first one that they did and took that success and threw more money right? at it which, which honestly awesome. i don't think always happens like a lot of mm-hmm. these more like indie smaller ones that are passion projects like it feels like everything's a passion project mm-hmm. but um will with the small amount of money you do it the best way you can it's got this great feel and then they go sweet do this like, i want you to make another movie oh that's so great uh here's 50 million instead of what you used of like a million dollars here's 50 million make it even better and they don't necessarily know how to translate that right how to take that money and put it in the correct places yes you know just 40 million for a new lead actor doesn't make the movie much better. Yeah. It'll get you more money. It'll make more money in the box office. Tom Cruise rakes in money. doesn't matter mm-hmm. what the movie is. Yep. For the most part. <laughs> Live, Die, Repeat, yeah. I don't think was big in the movie theaters. But anyways. Yeah, I watched it. Um, <laughs> Emily Blunt made it worth watching. <laughs> uh, let me check to see if she's old enough. Real quick. <laughs> um, interesting fact about... Well, I'm just going to start this as Did a you quiz for leopards? you. Oh, yes. Go ahead. I'm listening. What camera... I was, that's what I was in looking, that's what I've been trying to look up desperately, but I couldn't find it while we were talking. Um, what camera do I think they shot on? I'm, they did stay, I'll give you this. They did stay within a family brand, like, or not family brand, but just a particular brand. 
for this one? I mean, I want to say, I want I, my go-to is is red, just by the I feel like the color pops. I I would go that way. So that's gonna be my more or less guess. Cool. That is <laughs> cool. Also, that is also. Are you gonna tell me? I am gonna tell you. <laughs> okay. I was gonna tell you what I thought too initially before I looked it up. I thought the same thing because that's typically what I've seen from when movies have been shot in, uh, on red, like the newest Matrix Four movie, mm. as well as Guardians of the Galaxy. Which they I shot think, red. Stranger Things, which I think you, the director might have worked on one of the Matrixes. Interesting. I'll look it up in a second. But anyways, yeah. But anyways, the answer is actually they shot with Ari exclusively. Really? So they shot Ari they Alexa LF and then they used uh, Anamorphic and his signature prime. Does that record in, in um, Raw? Yes, it does. Because I was about to say. Well, that... the Ari LF, Ari's been interesting because mm-hmm. Ari, ha- they do have their 65 millimeter sensor. Um, but they shot with the, looks like almost exclusively the Ari Alexa LF, which is the large format. But that only shoots mm-hmm. up to 4.5K resolution really? in raw format hmm. so less resolution but ari is but, still a standard for just their color science and i was gonna say reliability I, I was about to say is like i imagine th- that film went through so much color uh coloring and everything that it probably the colors and everything that was on what they initially shot drastically different than the ones that in, in terms of like um the, make it pop Sure. Um, with it's, a lower resolution still, but like it's interesting it's that you say that because um, are you familiar with like a lot of the digital workflows with modern uh, set filmmaking and shooting and stuff like that? Uh, no, because they will have a DIT, a digital uh, mm-hmm. imaging Sorry. technician. <laughs> Sorry, I know what that is, but that's yes. <laughs> but thank you for still explaining yes, it because there's other people in this room other yeah. than me. I forget. <laughs> there's a role that's called uh, DIT. That's a digital imaging technician. That some of their job role is the They'll be man- like in Video Village throwing on looks while they're shooting in real time. So that way, like the director, producers and everyone can see uh, what that image could and what they're planning on it looking like while they're actually shooting it in the raw format. Mm-hmm. So they'll have like though they'll be throwing on a specific look that they designed for this movie and they'll be like, oh, I want those colors to be more saturated. Let's let's do it here on set first to get those yeah. colors more rather saturated. rather like do it at the at the origin yes then have to get to the end and then have to and fix it in, in, yes in post. Ra- like ideally perfect set you get everything as close to what fix you want it to in look post like should not be a yes a, a, like, it should not. be it should be a finessing and nuanced movements once you get into post-production yeah. as best you can yes that's Ab- the ideal goal you know but anyways Totes. Um, looks so good. <laughs> yeah, it does. It looks uh, gorgeous. So now I'll be definitely looking out for uh, the the Aries, the large format. That was the definitely the the IMAX, which makes sense. We saw it on IMAX. Um, but what I was gonna say is we we'll circle back to the director that I accidentally tried to talk to talk about before. Um, he, I want to point this out. I'm only I'm going back because I love when I find this out. Um, he has directed four things. His name mm. was uh, what was it? It was Chad. Chad Stahlheski, S-T-A-H-E-L-S-K-I, Stahlheski. Um, he has only directed four things, and you know what those are? John Wick 1, 2, 3, 4. Um, those are chapters, but yes. <laughs> yes, he, so he's only directed those four things. Yeah. But I saw the credits I saw for his, um, for The Matrix and stuff, he worked um, stunts 
forever. He's worked stunt uh, jobs. So he worked on all the Matrixes and stuff like that. So I'm wondering maybe he got in with them and John... Uh, not John Wick. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yes, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I imagine, I wonder if he got became friendly with him. And then when they did the, this new project, um, he was like, hey. Well, <gasps> <laughs> so, sorry. I think I know where he might have met Keanu Reeves. Okay, let's hear it. Um, he was the stunt double in nine, uh, 2000, and, uh, 2000. He was a stunt double for Keanu Reeves on The Replacements. So he stood in for yes. he was a stunt. So I met. I wonder if that's when they like first met. Oh, dude, that actually sounds really familiar because I feel like when first or second John Wick came out, I feel like there was interviews and articles about the fact that Keanu Reeves and another stunt person were just like, "Let's we know stunts. Let's just do a badass fucking yeah, action movie." I think, I think that, that might sounds be it. right because he was also he also on the Matrixes, Reloaded, and Revolutions. He was a stunt coordinator. Oh, One man. of them, he was the stunt double for Keanu Reeves. Um, so I, I can totally see that happening. And honestly, this sounds pretty, oh, he was a stunt coordinator on Serenity, the Firefly movie, oh. which is, that was clearly his greatest uh, movie he's ever worked on. And <laughs> then biased. can you believe Serenity came out the same year as V for Vendetta? That seems insane to me. V for Vendetta seems like it. 50 years old and Serenity feels like five to me. Oh, weird. Interesting. Okay. That was a stretch. I'm yeah. just joking around because I just love it so much. <laughs> yeah. Firefly for life, uh, uh, brown coats for life. But anyways, it, but it also it uh, it reminds me of Bullet Train. the mm-hmm. The director for Bullet Train was a stunt coordinator, yep. and he just like he stood in for Brad Pitt and whatnot. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited about these movies that are letting people who are like specialized in certain um genre, certain fields, mm-hmm. you know, stunt. Let's do an action movie with a stor- uh, a long-time stunt coordinator because you know why? They fucking know what they're doing. Yes. So no offense to you directors. It's not that hard. No, that was a joke. Directing is very hard. I imagine. <laughs> I'll never be able to do it. But um, but letting them do this and it turns into unique movies. Uh, yes. I'm not sending anyone to John Wick, any of the John Wicks for really the story. The first one is very good at like, you know, the mystique and making him into a mm-hmm. legend and stuff. But the story on its own is yeah. not so even from my standpoint though i've only seen the first john wick and then now this chapter four and i yeah, I, had, I didn't have many issues with this fourth one story like it was it was the am- amount of storyline that i expected for a movie of this genre and well yes so, well that's what i well yeah that's why it's like, like, i wouldn't down sell it or play it at all but it was it was right where it, it was expected and kind of needed to it, be it, there were no gigantic you know, semi-sized holes that you could drive through. Yes. And that's all you need for this because people aren't showing up for, oh, I can't wait mm-hmm. for this thriller that's going to keep t- keep me on the edge trying to figure out who did this or whatever. Yeah. No, it's like, I can't wait to see Keanu Reeves beat the shit out of yes. a lot of people. That being said, um, I want to give like shout outs to some of the actors too. Like from like Bullet Train, the mm-hmm. actor um, looks like Hiroyuki Sonata. Yes. The he, the, the old. Yes. So in Bullet Train, he's dude. the old dude. Well, he's the old dude in both of these. <laughs> the older. I wouldn't say he's old, old, but he just always plays as like a wise I always said dude. one old. But yes, he is the <laughs> older dude um, than the childs that are in the. No, he's the grandfather in Bullet Train that jumps on the train at the very end. Mm-hmm. And his grandson is the one that's killed. And then in this one, he runs the um hotel the the, the was it Japan. osaka i think so it was the osaka right. version of the hotel or like 
you know, yeah. the hotel for hitmen in Japan. Yes. And I just want to say everything I've seen him in, like within recent years, because I didn't really know who he was until recent years. But man, he he is just awesome to watch. I, I love his characters that he plays. He, he like every time he gets handed a katana or some shit, he just <laughs> owns the fucking room. And it's also he's awesome. He's like he's he's a. I think he's a amazing um, character actor. Where yes. it's like he doesn't have necessarily the biggest roles. Mm-hmm. So who knows if you put him on screen for the whole movie, maybe right. he'll fall apart. But he disappears into small roles that yes. he has, and he does and, a great job with oh them. Oh my god, yes. yes. And then even uh, the one I was impressed with. I, um, well, you weren't impressed with him. Well, he was impressive. Wow. For, wow. I mean, that's just it. Doesn't even need to be said. It just <laughs> is. <laughs> but right. Bill Skarsgård impressed me with this, I, his role too. I, I why is he not in more shit? I don't like I don't know, understand. Man. He's Pennywise. Yes. For most people, know he's in Pennywise. He's also in Barbarian. Um, he's in Barbarian for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> spoilers. Um, but yeah, he. I think he's fantastic. Yes. He's amazing. Uh, frankly, I think he's better actor than his brother his what's his face uh not bill skarsgård he's bill skarsgård <laughs> right? so then it's he was in the northman what was he, it he was tarzan he was let me look the other skarsgård you know that one alexander skarsgård alexander that's what it, i was gonna say that's yeah. much more normal name than i was trying to go with <laughs> in my head but uh but uh, um alexander is very good like he he's good. not a bad actor mm-hmm. or anything but just cheer like disappearing into a role like i say is yeah. bill was amazing you know yeah. I, I i really hope he's in more shit yes and you know he's not the youngest person in the world so he's been he's been around for a bit but i mean he's not crazy old don't get me wrong he's not <laughs> he's not the old guy old <laughs> he's not old old or old. <laughs> he's, he's older than joey king that's what we can uh or uh the the redhead from dungeons and dragons um but uh, then, then the last one that we do is Donnie uh, Donnie Yen. Yes, but he was the guy from. Uh, he was in Rogue One. He's yep. the uh, what? What is what was the saying in Rogue One? I'm one with the Force. The Force is with you, or first with me. I oh, fuck. What was it? I don't know. That Something. sounds. I'm gonna go with that because I just kept saying that, and he was very like. I do remember him with saying the Force something. and everything. Yep, he's a mon- He's in the newer Mulan stuff like that. I'm one with he's the in Force. A lot the of Force is um, with me. Yeah, that's what it is. A lot of Japanese movies, Raging Fire. New Kung Fu Cult Master, The Monkey King, The Legend Begins. Oh, I remember when that came out. I did not see it, though. Um, but either way, I loved his character in this movie. Donnie Yen? Yes. Yes. He was awesome. I thought they did a great job of, for the most part, me believing the a blind person could be having this fight. Okay, so can I ask something? I no, don't know much no, you about cannot. him. I, well, I'm oh, asking anyways. He's not blind in real life he's not blind in real life correct okay because he played the two of the two most recent characters i've seen him in rogue one and this one he is blind okay and so well, I'm, I'm very intrigued by the fact that he gets hired to play blind people i don't think that he's can blind. Th- like fucking own shit on a battlefield well, let's let's okay let me rephrase this then maybe are you reading the description well i'm reading i just typed in okay okay no he is not blind in real life he just plays a blind yes for whatever very well. reason. I guess yes, you are correct. That is very <laughs> odd that they did that. <laughs> that as soon as you said that, I was like, I don't think you're so. like. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a minute. Maybe last time I was hanging out with Donnie Yen, I didn't notice he was blind. He just he just uh, he never made eye contact with me. It was weird. <laughs> he just wears sunglasses the entire no, time. But I also didn't make eye contact with him. But that's just me. <laughs> so it's kind of hard to judge. But no, he is not blind. But he's fantastic. Also, I think his acting is like not as good as the other guys that we talked about. 
um, mm-hmm. acting wise, just on the level. Yeah. But his his kung fu, and, uh, his, oh, kung, his fighting in general is dude. Fucking his agility, stellar. like it looks. I don't even think they sped up anything a, that he did. No. Like it looks like he just. He's a staple. He is a like pillar of the uh, you know action community from yeah. way back. He, I think he was in like the the Jackie Chan um, era uh-huh. with him, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But when him and Sonata went at the fight scene mm. with their swords and everything like yes. that, I was like, oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I, people need to look out for those actors, the director, the cinematographer, everybody, frankly. It's a solid movie, dude. Um, I was the most entertaining movie of the year come the start of April here. If you personally know anybody that worked on this film, you hug them for us <laughs> as just a, you know, appreciate it. I thank yeah. you so much. It was just... All right. Anything else you want to say about? Um, I think we covered everything that at least I wanted to. Did you have any other thing that you wanted um, like to be like, yo, bitch? Oh yeah. Well, we were going to talk about the fact um, of the lighting and uh, oh, consistency yeah. thing. <laughs> we mentioned that in Dungeons and Dragons portion. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Thank God. Um, See, this can... is this is why you're here, Jeff. You you I make remember sure the random shit. You make sure everything's okay. Everything's recording. Also, you make sure of that. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there was an interesting part. Like, is this might be only a thing that very few so, of us actually notice? I will say is. Because you leaned over and like bumped me and like said yeah. something about it. And then, his, uh, uh, and I don't usually do that at all during movies. <laughs> know, so right? he was probably freaked out. <laughs> I, I think I also tried to bump you to say something, yeah. it, but we did, it didn't translate. You were like, what the fuck? You? And then we just moved on. the movie. I forgot what it was. But so I will say is I did notice something was weird. Like mm-hmm. when it was going back and forth. Okay. Before you explain it, when you explain it, yeah. I was like, something feels off about it. It doesn't yeah. feel correct correct for some reason and uh-huh. i'm not uh, honestly i'm not positive and yeah. then as soon as you pointed out i was like yes yeah that totally makes sense because yeah so one thing i uh the scene, notice the, the the scene is the 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 they go the first meeting i think between john wick and bill skarsgård um when they're oh maybe it's not the first oh no 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 sorry yeah it's when he kills the hotel manager yes, correct yes well, what the fuck am i doing over here i'll shut up you yeah. go Anyways, Go team Jeff. the scene where the hotel manager comes in. So first off, I'll start by saying one thing I noticed during movies. I um, I may be one of the few, but maybe it's all the camera and lighting thing that people just notice. But as a cinematographer, sometimes I watch movies and I'm like, what else can I get away with that bigger budgeted mm. movies can get away with? Yep. And one of the things that happened in this movie was they changed the direction of the light source. So for the scene, when they're pointing towards the desk in that room and it's pointing outside towards the city the sun their like main light source is on the top right of the screen but then when they do the reverse shot technically where that light source is coming from is if you were to equate it into the world is on the top left of the screen yeah it's on the opposite side the sun is hypothetically shooting from both directions yes and so those are small things I noticed. Then, then later I'm just like, oh well, if they got away with it, I can get away with it sometimes because I know why they did it. And there's a well, ver- there's an aesthetic value to shooting on the downstage side of where your key lighting is from. It makes the scene look more dramatic rather than flatter lighting on the same side mm-hmm. as the camera. So well, so here I I was thinking, I was wondering is did they um so when when you say the re- the reverse, it's basically it's like. You're in a room and we're facing the two people on one side of the room that are talking. Mm-hmm. Then you basically take that camera and when the other person was talking, hypothetically, obviously yep. they don't shoot it like this. Mm-hmm. But you take it, you turn it like a base, basically 90 degrees in the same spot, at least the same side. Mm-hmm. And then you show the other people. So then it li- makes sense. It's like the audience is sitting there looking back and forth yes. essentially. Yeah. So then I'm wondering, I wonder if they 
they they had the light source in the correct side the whole time, but then they kind of fucked up and put the camera on the wrong side. So then they broke that plane. And then in post, I wonder if they just flipped the whole thing. See, I don't think that was a possibility because that that kind of thing is some like I'm glad I noticed it because that's a thing that I've been wanting to get away with certain sets and scenes well, that I've shot before. Yeah, I guess. Like I, you I'll, gotta go I'll, out of your way to move the light source. It's, yes, exactly. Okay. But to that extent, it's like if I were shooting that wide shot where the sun is here, it looks great from that side, right? Mm-hmm. And then I come in to shoot the other side and then I'll, um, all of a sudden the light is just basically flooding the entire front of the person's face. That and is it's true. just flat. That is a good point. I've come across situations where like that where I'm like, man, I would love just to push that light further over there to get that like shooting on the shadow where you're like more shadowy side while the light kind of just like glows on them. It just it's more visually pleasing and appealing to shoot it that way. That's what I feel like happened and they just did it and they got away with it. I can see that. Um, I I would. I I keep forgetting to ask people because I well, I haven't run into that many people who've seen it, but um, to see how many people noticed mm -hmm. because you are correct of like. You, be, you can get way, away with that stuff. I, in my mind, I hear a, bad ADR. Mm-hmm. Nobody notices. And yep. I'm like, I guess I could get away with that. Yeah, just totally. <laughs> just me go, go into the back of the fucking yeah. car and, and record this line and lay like, it over. No one's I've gonna literally notice. seen shots before where like there's a big wide shot of like an airport and a plane out there. And they literally hit an HMI light just behind the tail of the <laughs> plane. And it's glowing and filling in the rest of the entire scene. And it's like, or even they put the light in the frame. Like you'll see like a what's in theory a lamplight in the very back of your scene, but it's very bright. <laughs> yeah. No, no lamplight on a street light is that bright. <laughs> yes. Like they, you can get away or, with so much stuff. It's like, even, even to like the, and this isn't the same uh, sense, but I love when it's like, there's one lamp sitting on a table mm-hmm. and that's the only light you see. And then the whole room is mm-hmm. perfectly lit. And I'm yep. like, guys, you need, there's no way yeah. this is a human, like yeah. this is real life. Yep. And like, that's the point where I like, what's one of the things I love watching about movies. Of disbelief. Yes. And it's like when you get the audience in and they start rolling. Yep. That's why you don't notice like the bad lines necessarily uh-huh. or, you know, continuity mistakes yeah. when you notice in bad movies because you don't your suspension of disbelief isn't there. You're yeah. not bought into the world. So you're kind of subconsciously you don't realize it, but you're looking for stuff because yeah. it's like, well, that that was a mistake. I don't like this. So now you're starting mm-hmm. looking for stuff. Once you get somebody bought in all the shit that you can get away with. Yep. And that's the thing I love seeing in movies where I just can be like, oh, man, they got away with that. That means I can get away with it. Something <laughs> I shoot. My next project, yeah. I'm going to be just. I'm gonna... I just keep a library of all those little <laughs> techniques in the back of my head. And I'm just like, OK, I can make that work because uh, obviously this several million dollar budgeted movie can do it. I can fucking do it <laughs> on your on your very cheap uh, adoption <laughs> commercial thing you're going to shoot. You're like, guys, I got ideas for lighting here. Don't we go. you worry. We're putting a light right there. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, uh, this is a two-minute interview. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, We're going to make it look like there's a fireball coming through the ceiling <laughs> over here. And then yeah. as time goes, we're going to make it brighter and it's going to like fade over. <laughs> <laughs> the other one I do notice uh, randomly, too, is uh, I'll never forget it. But there was a, I was watching Game of Thrones and there was like it's always happens with these kinds of scenes, right? Like there's a jail cell. There's bars going through your frame constantly. <laughs> well, like the actor might have not just missed their mark. So then. The bar was in their face. You just see the camera slide Slightly over just a slight over. bit to show his face. And I was like, oh, yeah, they adjusted that. <laughs> and I can, you can just picture the camera going, motherfucker. I, what's the point of putting tape on the ground? Like, hit your marks. It's like, I'll just put it on your face next time. <laughs> just turn this into a handy cam. Screw it. But, yeah. Um, 
Speaking of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. there is the because uh, that was HBO, right? Yes. Am I crazy? It, no. There is a uh, HBO, which the other fantastic show is uh, Last of Us on yes. HBO, which I just want to throw out there. You, me, and Brandon will be recording. I think it's going to be the start of our uh, of the Last of Us series. Ooh. So we're going to record. We're going to start talking about um, a series about the series. Yes, series on series. Last series of Us. Section. Last of them. Last of all of us. Last the of, last of the last. Last pod of the... I'll, I'll figure out the title. Um, it might be like, you know, Last of Us, Last of Us, Last of Us. Well, that'll be the next one. Last of Us, Last of Us. Anyways, so... Uh, but we will be recording that. It'll be coming out, I think, next Thursday. The first episode will be coming out. We'll talk about episode one and two. And then we'll all the, the, the following episodes will be coming out on a Sunday. It'll be a little bonus extra Sunday um, recording and posting. But... You want to rec- uh, you want to grade John Wick? Ooh, rate it. Yeah. Rate it or grade it. It's funny that we mentioned earlier about mm-hmm. the fact of like what variables come into play for in rating a movie because mm-hmm. this one I, I this one might this one be so a nine point five just on <laughs> on uh, the visuals alone. Um, I get I get super sold on visuals, but um, I think I would have to give it a solid. Oh, a solid. So, something. Well, you we're know, not going to go a wobbly number. We're going to go a solid number this time. <laughs> Sometimes they're a little shaky, <laughs> but no. Um, I think I'm going to have to go eight point two five. Eight point two five. Ooh, that is a high rating. Uh, that it is. is. A high rating. I th- but I think it's justified. Oh, man, I'm in the. I'm, I'm in seeing my, it in, again in movies theaters. I know. Like, well, so your oh so gosh. your rewatchability will be movie. It uh, will be in the theaters. <laughs> theaters yes. <laughs> which I, I'd also put mine in the theater just because it's so you know not it. necessarily saying I'm going to see it, but it is. It is visually gorgeous, the sound, like it's amazing. The best way to see it. And I think it's so good that it's worth buying another ticket. Yeah. It's worth you giving the uh the movie an extra ticket. Um doing mm-hmm. it again. Yeah. Rating wise though, I'm grading wise. Great <laughs> I see wise, what you did there. Hey. <laughs> is um I'm in like the eight field. Mm-hmm. Is I'm 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 at a solid eight right now. Okay. And I'm trying to shaky with eight. Yeah, I'm at a, <laughs> I'm in a little wobbly need eight. <laughs> Um, but I'm not positive. I, I, Is it a wimpy eight? Emotionally, I want to go higher, but you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eight point two five because I do think Ooh. I'm gonna go eight and a quarter, just like you, because yeah. I do think it was. It's hard to lower a rating of something that I think should be shown in film school, mm-hmm. like yeah. You know, a lot of other movies go for story and all that stuff. But it, it mm-hmm. is, like I said before, it is a master class in cinematography, I think, and a master class in action. And those two alone, mm-hmm. I think, gets you an eight, eight and a quarter. Yes. So I'm going to go eight and a quarter also. Basically, I'm just take whatever you graded. I'm yep. just going to copy paste over in my side. Look at this. <laughs> we tied so quickly. It's only been like two episodes and we already tied. What is this? It's so <laughs> That's why you're my best friend, Jeff. <laughs> oh. Don't tell anyone else. Oh. Um, okay, so I think that's all That's all we got. Um, you are, I'll, I'm going to let you go because you got to go see the movie soon, I actually. Do. Yes. To tell Max I said hi. Yeah. Uh, I, I haven't seen Max in forever. Um, Max, he says hi if you're still <laughs> listening to this. Oh, does he? He, I, I, when I was working with him over the last year, I t- Max, like I got him to listen. Nah, Max doesn't watch him. Max hates me. Um, <laughs> but uh, so it's always fun to sit down with you. I'm going to see you in you know a day, anyways, yep. when we record <laughs> uh, the the Last of Us. But um, is there anything you want to say uh, on the way out? Because God knows when the next time you're going to be on. Oh, I don't know. I mean, next time, as far as I know, is uh, Oppenheimer. 
but we'll have to talk about Oppen- scheduling. I mean, Oppenheimer is going to be forever. <laughs> It'll come back. It's already April, dude. Uh, that is a very good point. That is a very um, good point. Anyways. Okay. That's um, all we got yeah. today. Um, it was good as always to have you, Jeff. Oh, thank Everybody you. Everybody else, uh, subscribe, like, comment somewhere. Honestly, like I said, if people want things to change and think <laughs> that can, we can improve, please go like go to Twitter or Facebook or something. I'm not sure. I think it should be in the description. Um, but maybe it's more of a Brandon question. Yes, I feel that like. is definitely more a Brandon question. I'll uh, I'll pass it. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. What we watched. Woo.